future. We're talking real money. It's the show that helps you make more money, take less risk, and not make yourself crazy, but within reason. We don't promise you're going to get rich quickly with no risk. No, we just know that there are ways that you can, or at least would have been in the past, able to make a little more, take a little less risk, but it requires controlling things like your emotions. I'm Don. Tom is over there, right there. See, I'm looking right at him, except we're 3,000 miles apart. I'm where it's warm. You're where it's cold uh, and where it's going to be even colder. Let's see. This show will air on... Uh, as a podcast on Wednesday, which means I'm all, I'll be in in packing my winter clothing mode. I'll be uh, putting in the giant uh, Christmas story snowshoot snowsuit snowshoot. Yeah, <laughs> you might as well shoot me in the snowsuit. You know the one where you can't move your arms. I can't move my arms. You know that one? Yes, that's yeah. a good movie. And by the way, you already destroyed everybody's program talking about the flap earlier this I'm not going. There's no flap in this yeah. in this okay. hour. There's yeah, no flap in this enough. hour or episode. Yeah. Um, oh, by the Flack, way, maybe. by the yeah. way, we had a mm. call in the last hour or episode, yesterday's episode or hour, uh, about putting money in a, in a, uh, five, five twenty nine plan. And then yeah, whether savings. or not, mm -hmm. whether or not it made more sense to use the money, if it was just 35,000 to use yep. it for education or to just skip the education and put it into the Roth IRA over the course of a few years as you earn money yep. out of school. If sure. you, I ran the numbers. If you put this money into growth oriented, a growth oriented mutual fund of some sort that made 8% per year, starting at 18, you start putting it in and you didn't take it out for 47 years. Till they're 65. 65, 47. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 65. Yeah. Uh, really old. Yeah. Really old. Almost one and a quarter million dollars. At eight percent, wow. at eight percent per year, which should be enough to buy you a Snickers bar in uh, now, forty-seven years. Now, if we use Dave Ramsey's number, which he claims it's the easy 12%? to make twelve percent per year. Oh yeah, sign me up. Try seven and a half million dollars. I'll go with Dave then. Give, I'll give go me his with number. It's twelve percent, dude. I'm, I'm going with Dave. Not dumb. Oh, Come on. Yeah. Well, you sound like somebody who could fall for a Ponzi scheme. Eight five five nine three five talk is our phone number. We do have lots of lines available. We were really busy with calls last hour, but now it's fine. You can just get right in. Eight five five nine three five eight two five five. Now there are lists. There are so many lists in the media. Lists of of the best, you know, you got the best hospitals and the best advisors and the best restaurants and, you know, the, the, the best mutual funds, the best mutual fund companies, the best mutual fund yeah. managers mm -hmm. Mm. and, and a best list was just published. And Tom has it hot off the press in actual yeah, paper this form. This is from Barron's, and that would be in paper form. Yeah. I mean, Barron's actually still publishes. I read it in like, electronic form, though. Count this down. J.P. Morgan Asset Management, number five. Wait, okay. Capital wait, 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 wait. Hold on. We yeah. got to get this. Hold on. J.P. Morgan, that's a brokerage firm. So those it are is. loaded funds. Yeah. Okay. It's loaded. About half, generally a, half a trillion dollars. Too. Okay. J.P. Morgan is number five commissioned funds. Got it. Go. 
and the list is longer than that, but I'm just well, we're turning down the five. top five. Okay, who's Capital next? Group, you know them. American the operators funds. Of American funds, yep. yeah. Active, uh, all actively managed. Did, did you know they had $2.2 trillion in the American funds? Tells you how big Edward Jones is. <sighs> crazy. That's crazy. Then there's our friends at V for Victory Capital Management. Gotta love that name. I love that name. You love the Sign name. Sign me up for that. But you didn't know who yeah. they were. I did not. They were the people. USAA decided well. they really should not be in the business of running mutual funds, which was a good decision on their part. Uh, so uh, Victory Capital Assets, uh, Capital Holdings, whatever, they took over the uh, USA, USAA funds, and that's made them a big old. But number one, number one. They were number five last year, but they're number one now. Wait a minute. You were three? You were five, four, three. Did we miss somebody yeah, no. in there? J.P. Morgan Capital. Oh, you're right. <laughs> this is not what I do, apparently, really <laughs> no, well. He's bad well at lists. <laughs> Number three was Newberger. Newberger Berman. and Berman. Good old I Newberger and Berman. I forgot him, man. I feel bad. Here's the envelope. Uh, <laughs> number one. I remember them. Dimensional Fund Advisors. <gasps> we like them. Wait. Only for 25 years. Yeah. yeah there, there's a there's a, a no-load sort of passive-ish. And we'll talk about why in a moment. You wow. Find out why. I'm so yeah. proud of DFA. They made Me it too. their number one. But the truth is in the why. The reality is in the why. And we're going to tell you about the why right after this. Tom and Don are talking real money. In medicine? A second opinion might save your life. With investing, a second opinion might save your future. The trick is getting one without a high-pressure sales pitch. Well, I'm Don McDonald, and if you've been listening to Talking Real Money, you know that our goal is to help everyone create a brighter future by investing and managing money better. That's why, in addition to helping everyone on our show and podcast, we are also committed to making our 100% fiduciary advisors at Appella available to help everyone make the best financial decisions based on science. So if you're being pitched a financial product or a system, make sure you get a second opinion with no cost, no obligation, and no annoying sales pitch by going to TalkingRealMoney.com or call 800-386-3004. That's 800-386-3004 or TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Now, we're really excited because one of the funds we like one of the fun groups we like a lot is dimensional funds. We like them. We like dimensional. We like Avantis. We like Vanguard. We like Fidelity because, well, for a lot of reasons, but one of the biggest reasons is because they they do rules-based or index-based investing and they have low costs. They're also well-diversified. Now, Tom had mentioned the Victory Group, Victory Capital Victory Capital Victory Management. Capital Management is one of the, the, the groups that was in the top five. And I yep. looked up a Victory Capital broadly diversified equity fund. The Victory Munder multi-cap C shares. I used the C shares for a reason because we're, we want to compare apples to apples. And a, and a C share doesn't have an upfront commission. It just has annual no. expenses. Trailing, okay? trailing. Compared with the dimensional 
Core Equity 2. Yeah. I think I put the wrong dimensional. Well, you can buy that in an ETF now. That exactly. I think you can get it in a DFAC. Yeah, DFAC. Oh, good. I have the right mm-hmm. symbol. Yep. Okay. I just want to make sure I didn't have the the wrong. Um, Did you uh, say the Munch, the Munsters have a the have Munsters? A no, company? the Munders. What? The Munders. Oh, the okay? Munders. Okay. So just here's checking. one of the reasons why we get so excited about these lower cost options because if your broker and by the way these are broker sold these Victory Munder products, if your broker sold you the C shares, now you're thinking, oh, I didn't pay an upfront commission. Well, the broker got a commission. Trust me, because the Victory Munder multi-cap C-share fund yeah. has an ex- annual expense ratio of 2.16%. Oh, goodness. The Dimensional U.S. Core Equity 2 ETF, which Point is... three uh, uh, 0.19. Oh, 0.19. Pardon 0.19. me. I'm throwing a little something on there for myself, and I guess. And the, 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 the Dimensional Fund skews slightly toward value. It's almost exactly the same market capitalization as the Victory Munder, but it skews a little more value while the Victory Munder skews a little more growth. And the other big difference, love this part, love this part. The Victory Munder has 90 stocks in the portfolio. The Dimensional has 2,700 in the portfolio. And think that through for just a minute. 90 stocks, 2,700. Which is less risky. 2700 has to be wait and 2.2.16% versus a little versus, less than 2 tenths yeah. of a percent wait isn't that other one 10 times more expensive yeah it is okay so but let's just go back to this survey because right. this is these surveys and when you see the top financial advisors and mm. just drives me nuts because they're not it's not saying much and this survey is not saying much either because here's why while Dimensional is a very fine, fun family, truly is. And on top of the things that Don mentioned, I was going to say the other reason that I've liked them for 25-plus years is they're ethical. It's an ethical organization. They have, from time to time, just randomly reduced fees when they, when they looked at their operations so we could take less in. They do a lot of other things I think are very ethical. But the reason that they got picked by Barron's is, guess what? Their style of management outperformed last year and it did small it value didn't in like the five previous years <laughs> i know so guess what they moved them to number one that's what i'm talking about these surveys are meaningless yep they uh, you should never oh i'm going to go buy some of those because of the survey they're all to hire this looking. guy because those yeah exactly it's not going to help you at all everything so, is backward looking that's why we say, they love, i love this yeah, yeah go ahead go ahead no i said that's why well, we say when we're talking about returns returns were blank we don't know what they are or what they will be there's no present or future tense when it comes to returns they the other reason that baron select them is known for their roots in academic research factor investing value investing a tendency to favor small companies but as such says the article the firm sidestepped the meltdown in mega cap growth names well that's not entirely true anyway mm-hmm. because they have some of their funds hold those mega caps. They don't hold them in the percentages that you get in the Munder fund. 
because because they don't was they don't victory number three then did they tell you why victory was number three victory is number two Newburgh two. was oh. number three why were yeah. they number two I, it doesn't I didn't I didn't I didn't read I mean that, 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 that win argument, I mean does anybody that, that argument is spurious because they basically say well DFA did really well because they did something totally different but victory did really well because they did the same old thing. You're number one or you're nothing. I mean, the reality, these are meaningless. I'm glad for Dimensional because, yes, Dimensional is a fun family you could, you should use. And by the way, you don't even need an advisor. Back in the old days, you had to have an advisor to get access. Now that they're exchange traded funds, you buy them on your own. You can absolutely get them wherever, wherever stocks are sold. (laughs) Available today. Wherever finer stocks are sold. No commissions, very low expenses. Well, okay. academic research. Yeah, excuse so me. Makes sense. If you go to a commission, a full commission brokerage firm, you will pay commissions. Oh, oh by the way, we got an update on. Remember, you were talking about Merrill, Merrill Lynch told Lynch. them he couldn't. Merrill Lynch told, told them they he couldn't, couldn't get use Avantis. No, they. I, 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 I contacted our people at Avantis, and they said they're on the recommend. They're on I, the approved list at Merrill Lynch. So maybe, maybe it was a Merrill Run four hundred one. That may or have maybe been the it. guy at Merrill said. You can't no, because it was a here. written thing. She, she sent me the really? the actual wow. written huh. form. Well, you should send that to me. I'll send it on, on to our friends list, so. at Avantis. It may yeah. have been a four hundred one k. That's distinctly possible. that might be different. Maybe. Well, because they don't, they only have a very few mutual funds, and you can't have an ETF in a four hundred one. Well, they let them have VT in the four hundred one k in whatever this account mm, is. That would surprise mm, me because know. of the structure. Remember, we've learned that. Basically, you can't do that. So, uh, but I'm going to check it out. We'll get more details. Always checking things out. We're always looking for something new to report. And always. apparently you're not because you haven't called. Called you're who? You're not looking for anything new. Nobody's called us. Nobody's looking for anything oh, new. they're not, saying. but we are. No, I didn't not. say okay. they were. No, I was saying they were. And by the way, not. I want to apologize. At the beginning of the program, the phone lines were not switched properly. So if you tried yeah. calling um, a little over an hour ago, try you now. You got Debbie instead? 855-935-TALK. 855-935-8255. Debbie's on the first call. No, still actually, talking to them Debbie, after an hour and a half. Debbie just left with the puppy. With the new to go puppy. get a new fur coat? No, to, she took to, to come she to Seattle. Took, yeah, no, she took the puppy to visit a friend to get it out of oh. the house because every once in a while the puppy. We have an older dog, a, a yes, almost twelve-year-old do. golden doodle, and the puppy who is now almost tw- or at twelve weeks, not twelve years. Big big gap there. Uh, wants to get the older dog to play all it the ain't time. Happening, and the older yeah. dog does. <laughs> that, that that sound <laughs> not doing it when that not doing when the it. when the dog does <laughs> to the puppy the puppy goes into and then as loud it, as that goes on can. the show and then you don't like the background right goes on the show Makes so sense. debbie kindly okay. took the dog away so now you can call us in peace right at now get in right now 935 talk 855 and uh, by the way, you can call that number 24-7, too, if you don't get in during the show. But the best time to talk to us is when we're, we're actually live now. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And apparently, a little begging will get you everywhere. 855-935-TALK. Don, you just wait. Don McDonald here, Tom Cock over there, and Marsha on the phone. Marsha, welcome to Talking Real Money. Hi, thank you. Can you hear me? Thanks for calling. I can. Thanks. 
Awesome. Oh, you're listening <laughs> to us on the radio. Yeah, don't listen to us on the yeah. radio because we have a delay in case you say a bad word. Oh, okay. Or Don oh, does. Or Don does. <laughs> or Don does. I, I just yeah. turned it off then. Hey, so I am an, uh, a 62-year-old who's retiring, and I, I am trying to figure out who is the best Who's the best person to give me advice for retirement? Is it a CPA? Is it a, a, a CPA who does taxes? Is it a fiduciary advisor? Is it a, I don't want to use, I, I want to like get things set up, but then I want to maybe check in every couple of years, but I don't want somebody monitoring all the time. Does that make sense? Yeah, sure. But I, I don't. But I want to. Yeah. I want to like. I have Merrill Lynch accounts. I have Fidelity accounts. I have a yeah. CPA, but I don't think he's a tax CPA. You know, a, a planner tax. Well, I, CPA. but yeah, most CPAs are not financial. Most CPAs, a lot of them are, but I would hazard to guess that most CPAs are not financial planners. That's not their primary uh-huh. job. So that's where you want to uh-huh. go. Is you want to go to somebody who can create you a financial plan. Now, if you don't need ongoing advice then what you need is for something you pay somebody to create a plan. And those people certainly exist. There's fiduciary advisors that will charge you a reasonable amount, put the plan together, say, go do this, this, and this, and you go on your way. Yeah. Financial plans are like one to $3,000. Yeah. Generally speaking, you get the plan, you follow the plan. You can go back, uh, you know, you, you go, you go, you tend to go back to the plan when you start to, when things start to get a little weird, you've got, you've got to stick with the plan. The plan's going to give you some income ideas, uh, and show you about where you are, but it, uh, you're going to have to adjust, tweak the portfolio along the way, I guess is what I'm saying. And you've got some decisions to make at 62 as to when to claim social security, where to draw money from to pay for your retirement, some things like that, that, should be worked out in advance, and as Don correctly points out, a plan will keep you on the rails because things will come along, your life will change, the world you will think will be changing, all those things come at you in retirement, and you want to be able to go back to that and say, no, I've agreed to do it this way, and I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, my smart aleck response when you said, who should I talk to, I was just going to say Tom. But... <laughs> You you need a, you need a, you need a true fiduciary to help you put the plan together. Do not get a financial plan from a Merrill Lynch or a an Edward right. Jones or an Ameriprise. Um, you could from a Fidelity because Fidelity has one hundred percent fiduciary. I think they have one hundred percent fiduciary advisors. Mm, Do they know? I don't know. Maybe not because I, I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes they sell commission products, so you got to be careful. Anybody who can sell commission products cannot always be acting as a fiduciary. They just can't. That's what I'm looking for, and I'm not sure how. How do I find that? And, well, and you go to talkingrealmoney.com/slash/help. And we've got, not only do we have tools to help you find it, uh, fiduciary advisors, we even have a list. Are you, you're in the Seattle area, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, I'm in Bellingham. Yeah, there's a list. We've got a list of advisors in the Seattle area that we believe manage money in a similar, not identical fashion to the way we believe it should be managed. Um, so we've got all kinds of resources there. We can show you what a lot of people charge. It's a, it's a new button on the website. It's it says, a new find a fiduciary. Button. Click the button. So you go to TalkingRealMoney.com, click on Find a Fiduciary, and you don't even need to know how to spell it. So it's kind of nice. Yeah, and and the stuff there is really, really – there are articles. There's a, a, a sheet you can take to people. 
There are lists of advisors. There's a an article from Vanguard about the value of advisors and what kind of advisors you need. Tons and tons of great information. It's free. Nobody's going to ever call you and try to pitch you anything ever. And if you're not signed up already, you should join us for Retire Meet Ooh, next yeah, Saturday idea. because you're getting closer to retiring. We'll be walking through a lot of these things about retirement income, Social Security, Medicare, long-term care, all that kind of fun stuff yeah. you need to think about in retirement. That's next Saturday, the 25th, starts at 8 a.m., and you can register uh, for, virtual, for virtual, live, free mm-hmm. uh, at retiremeets.com. Hey, squeezed all that in. Are we oversold, by the way? Do we have like we a are on list? the yeah we do they're, and they're going to set up a set up people here in my office to watch oh it. oh great in the aircraft hangar cool yeah. that'll be fun Tom and Don are talking real money reality radio for a really great future we're talking real money. And we really want to talk with you about your real money issues at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Don McDonald here, Tom Cock over there, you right there, listening to us, we hope. Calling us, we hope for that too. And some people call us when we're not here, like other times. Well, kind kind of like this. Hi, guys. I was listening to your podcast on February 5th when you, uh, as the last question of the of the podcast, you said that uh, payments for household chores couldn't be routed to a Roth. Um, you said you needed a 1099 in order to do that, and that's probably true. Mm-hmm. But I issue a 1099 to my landscaping guy every year, and if my son was into landscaping, I might be issuing that to my son, and then he could put it in his... Ross, up to the uh, annual limit and so forth, of course. Uh, why couldn't the person you were talking to do the same thing? Issue his son a 1099 for the work done and then file a return showing that his income and then he could deposit it in his Roth. There'd probably be no tax on it because it's in such a low tax bracket. <laughs> but um, anyway, I was puzzled as to why that was not an option that you uh, brought up. Um, well, okay. Could you comment yeah. further on this, please? Thank you. Sure. Here's the thing. <laughs> That's one. There's another 150,000 other ways you can cheat on your taxes, too. Right? That we don't bring up every week. Is it yeah, cheating? that is cheating on your... Yeah, it is. Okay, kind And you're taking a risk. Here's, what's go- here's what could happen. Not saying it will. Mm-hmm. You could pile money into your kid's... Ross every year and write something down on a piece of paper that they did this, blah, 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 blah. And then in 40 years, when those kids have, what did you say? The Roth, I mean, the 35,000. At 12%, at 12%, it was $7 million. $7 million. That, you know, somebody may say, well, wait a minute now. Is that legit? Do you got any records for all? That's possible. I'm not saying it will. I'm just saying it's It's the same reason that I don't cheat on my taxes because they might look at it and go, wait a minute. That's not right. I just don't play that game. I, I Somebody else does them. It's all on the up and up. But if you want to play games with all this stuff and pretend that your son is a landscaper and pay them out of your pocket and send it to Roth, go right ahead. I'm not going to stop you, but yeah. I don't think it's a great idea. No, I don't. Okay. Technically, and I'm reading the stuff on this right now, uh, it, it can... 
technically, basically, they're saying, yeah, it, it can't. If they're actually doing something for the money, if it's just an allowance, then no, that is tax fraud. Okay, if you but when them a 1099. your child does something for the money, do you get a 1099 or W-2? I'm just saying. Apparently, I don't think you do. Apparently, I don't get one out here. No, but apparently, technically. Okay, this is great so, because all these nights my daughter has been unloading the dishwasher and loading the dishwasher. That takes that takes like two hours a day, dude. That's a huge undertaking in a household of three people. I, it's again, massive. I totally get it's what huge. you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. Uh, and but you know the the reality is, and I wouldn't do it. I'm with you. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't feel comfortable doing it. Thankfully, all my kids are grown. But I wouldn't feel yours is not. You could actually do this. But you, you're not, not going to feel but good okay. about it. You're not going to feel like you're going to feel like you're gaming the system. And one thing we try to never do on this show is to drift off into that gaming the system territory. You notice, you notice we don't talk about a. If you want to, if, if you want to cover yourself when you're old, and you need a nursing home. We don't give you strategies mm. for unloading all of your assets. To, spending it down spending and then getting it down on Medicare. And then, getting, yeah. and then getting on the dole later. We just, while it's legal, sure, there yeah. are ways to do it. Do we ever suggest it? No. Would we? There's all kinds of other no dodgy tax things we could recommend to you, too, that would save you tax money. Yeah. People use them. You know, certain but, political leaders have used them. I don't believe it. Technically, so I wouldn't I, do it. I'm reading an article right now from Forbes. That says, so yes, technically, babysitting and lawn mowing money can go into an IRA, but it's important that you've recorded these sources of income in a reliable manner. The date, the client, the service, the amount earned, and you need to keep records of it, but technically, but are we going to suggest that on the show? Never. You did. Sorry. You did. Yeah. We didn't. Go ahead. If people want to do it, it's a free country. Tom and Don are talking real money. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. If you'd like to call us, it's easy and it's free at 855-935-TALK. Heck, it's free to call anybody anywhere anymore, isn't it? You don't even you don't even have to worry about the minutes anymore. Remember those days when you had to worry about the oh, minutes? Oh, yeah. yeah. Toll free. Yeah, um, anyway, it was a big deal. Sure. Been, been doing some research on this whole concept of paying your child to do work around the house. Which allows them then to, to make have a Roth, a Roth IRA, IRA contribution. contribution. Yeah, sure. So okay. The devil is always in those details isn't it yeah there's some details well there's two ways to pay your child one you can set up a uh, small business of yourself you your husband your wife whoever set up a little actually bit. register a business yeah 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 it's a sole prop okay it's a sole prop and you can give them yeah. w-2 income but that means you have to withhold taxes and all the other uh faulty role and it's an it's a complicated process to issue w-2s and to do the payroll properly it's going to cost you some money. Trust me, it'll cost you some money. Or you can issue them a 1099, but the child now has to be a an independent contractor, sole proprietorship. Now, they have to file taxes. When they file taxes, uh-oh, there's a little problem. Actually, two. One, as an independent contractor, you you as the person paying them 
can get into trouble if you tell them when to mow the lawn, how yeah, to because mow they're the not lawn, an independent contractor, because they're not an they're employee. employee. And if they're, they're no, an, they are an employee. Yes, under that scenario, yeah. You so tell it's, people if when you to do, misclassify yep. an employee as an independent contractor, that is actually a, a criminal act. It's not a good thing. Now, so let's say you give your kid that money. They make six hundred dollars in a year, and they file their little tax return. Oh my! Guess what they have to do? They have to pay the government fifteen point three percent for Social Security and Medicare. As a as self employment tax. tax, yeah, mm-hmm. they have to. They can't get a. They can't get around that. They can get around the income tax if they don't make enough money. If they make less than the can, I make deduction. a suggestion here. Doesn't this sound too complicated? Yeah, just don't do it. I mean, why don't you wait till your kid gets a real job? Really? Okay. I mean, is this that important? I mean, no. I, you know, mm. I'm and, sorry, but way, I wanted to be already, thorough. And you know, that's good. And you can now take money from the five twenty, the, the college five twenty nine savings plan. They're not going to use and put it in their Roth once they have real income anyway. Making some of the point moot. Ugh, yeah, it's kind of silly. Anyway, we're yeah, human I mean, beings. I, we overthink. We overthink, yeah, well, Tom. You know, yeah, we overthink. Especially when you want to, whatever, work All your right. way around. All you right, wanna, do you have another question? question? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we do. We have time. This comes in from Steve in Jefferson City. M.O. Missouri. Um, I, the only Jefferson City I'm aware of is in Missouri, so that's good. Okay. I was recently listening to your podcast, which I love. I heard you say that American funds are too expensive. I have my retirement 401k with Empower Retirement and the 2040 American Funds Index Fund. Is this too expensive? What about Empower Retirement? I, I have issues funds. with. I have issues with. Empower. Does the American funds have an index fund? No. Well, he said index fund. I don't think they do. They have a. What year was this? Twenty forty. They have a you know target date fund of of twenty forty, but I don't think it's an index fund. I don't think it is either, and I'm not sure. Which of the R funds that he, if it's an R fund, which I would assume it's an R fund, as you opposed would to think. an A fund, but oh, our phone is, it's, we're getting voicemails again. So we're, that's got busted wacky. up again. That's just wacky. Did we go? So be- I'm showing the target date A shares at AAGTX. Yeah, I found the A shares. They're expensive. Yeah, that's really They're 70 basis points. But yeah. the but the R shares which are are the institutionals, which is what I hope they're using like the R6, but I don't know. See, I honestly don't know. The R6 is uh 0.36. The um the but the funny thing is is the R3 is 1%. So it's all over the. So is, could it be? Is it too expensive? Probably. Yep. Probably. So the question is, what to do? Well, uh, Empower offers Vanguard. Oh well, that's easy. Then just use if you want to use Target Date Fund, use the Vanguard twenty forty Target Date Index Fund, which would be cheaper than the American yeah, let me, Funds. Let me pull it up. Twenty forty. Let's see. And we've got Uh-oh. a caller waiting too. If you want to try to get to him. Yeah, let's do that while I look this up. All right. Um, uh, I don't know who David. it is. Oh, I see David. It. David. Hey, David, welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey there. I'm out of Tennessee. I listen to you guys a lot, like a lot of most of what you say. But one of you there is 
is anti-annuity. And under, I understand there's off. How be you? <laughs> okay. Well, what if you have a product that has no fees, no caps, no spreads, and on and no what? Why and in your and you're risk adverse to loss. Mm-hmm. Why would one not look at that kind of product? Okay, if somebody wanted the only reason that I believe. Are we talking about? It depends on what kind. We're talking about a a a, uh, a in, income annuity, right? No, we're talking an about an index annuity. product, index annuity. Oh well, then no, oh, an index annuity. No. I thought you were said. Oh, you know, let, let me tell you what's wrong with them. There's no such thing as one with with no cap, no participation rate, because you, you there is no way anything can offer you the return of the stock market with no risk. And the fees, the fee, there are no fees. The fees are the spread. The company takes the spread between what they pay you and what they make on the money. Okay, but if your if your participation rate now with interest rates where they are in the two hundred to to three hundred percent of what the index does. There's no such thing as a participation a rate of 200 to 300% of what the index does. They get to pay you two to three yes, times the rate of the yes. index? What's the name of this annuity? Yes. Nation- What's the name of it? Nationwide New Heights. Nationwide no New Heights. Nationwide. I don't know how they could do that. There's, it would be literally impossible. Literally impossible to pay somebody three times an index. But I'm going to look it up while Tom talks. uh you're we're closing also out the previous question which was around um now i've forgotten the whole thing don uh shows you where i'm at i'm looking at all i'm trying to find it nationwide come on index hurry up give it to me faster said heights was in the name or something new heights no i'm looking it up yeah yeah uh uh because Okay, there it is. New Heights selects 10 fixed indexed annuity. 10, ten uh, but, but. an 8, a 10-year, a 9-year, and a 12-year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at, I'm just pulling up the 10. I'm just pulling up the 10. Um, What I'm reading here is it says uh, this fixed index annuity offers returns based on the changes in an underlying index, such as the S&P 500 composite stock price index. Uh, So that's the index without without dividends, of course. It doesn't include dividends. Uh, It has a surrender charge starting at 10% per year. And I, boy, it's going to be hard to find the disclosure documents in the time allowed. But I am going to find them because I am I am about ninety nine point nine 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 percent certain they can't offer two to three times an index to be continued. Yes, indeed. Tom and Don are talking real money. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. The last caller on today's podcast, this was recorded on Saturday, was calling about an indexed annuity that he claimed paid 200 and some odd percent of the underlying index. It was an annuity from Nationwide which I didn't have a lot of time to research during the course of the show. So I went back and did a bunch of research, as much as you can do on on these products, because they are purposefully designed to confuse everybody. 
even the people selling them don't know what they do or how they work. They don't. You can't possibly know because there are way too many variables and uh, it, it, it makes your brain hurt. So I looked this thing up, the nationwide, um, the nationwide New Heights Select Fixed Indexed Annuity. Again, designed to totally pull the wool over your eyes. They tell you a lot of cool things like we're going to give you 8% a year. No, they're going to add 8% a year only if you choose to annuitize it in the future. And they're going to pay you 290% of the underlying index, but it's not any index you've ever heard of. As a matter of fact, the index on which they're paying that was started just last year. So there's no way to know. Plus, there's a, a, a deduction and a lot of things that they do. So I went through some of their sales paperwork because I couldn't get the actual rates. I have to be an insurance agent to get them, and, and I don't want to do that. But they have a chart showing your growth. And in that chart, they at the in the disclaimer info at the very bottom, they say the uh, percentage, the lifetime payout percentage used to calculate lifetime income is 5.32%. So they're just using a random number to predict this. I found some really important and, and interesting information in the for financial professionals only, but you know, you should be able to read this, I would think. It's the Nationwide New Heights Fixed Indexed Annuity Rate Sheet. Now, they give you these 200 plus percent rates on things like the Goldman Sachs New Horizons or the JP Morgan Mosaic Index or the New York Stock Exchange Zebra Edge 2 Index. That's where you get these high rates. When you use a normal index, though, if you were to choose a normal index, Here's where the true tale is told. If you use the S&P 500 as your index, your payout is 55% of the return of the index over a particular period, but, but less 1.95%. So now if you're thinking, oh, well, okay, I'll get 55% of a... 10 or 11% average annual return for the S&P 500, mm, 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 mm. think again. Because they only give you the growth in the index, not the dividends of the index. And over the past 60 years, the S&P 500 without dividends has returned about 7.5%. So when we take 7.5% and deduct the strategy spread, which is 1.95%, we get about 5.45 or 5.55%. So you'd get 55% of 5.55%. In other words, you're going to get a little over 2.5% a year. Now, does that sound like getting the return of the market with no risk? Yeah, now remember, in bad years, you will not go down. Yay! But you're not going to get the return of the index with no risk. Now, on the uh, the MSCI EAFE index, which is overseas, the payout's a little bit higher, but that's because the uh, the returns have not been historically as good, and they can change these index allocations regularly. So, oh, once again, indexed annuities are designed to confuse. They are purposefully created 
to baffle you with BS. This one is no different. It just has some numbers that look more attractive. But when you dig down deep and you look at actual returns, you're going to find that your average annual return can only be about 3 to maybe 5% per year, best case, best case. And you are giving your money up. You're giving someone a huge commission. And I don't care what these liars say. They get a huge commission because your surrender fee in year one for some of these is 9%. Oh, and by the way, it just fails the logic test. Let's say you got 290% of an index that returned 8% per year. Do you actually think anybody's going to pay you 22, 23% per year on your money? Come on. That's a Madoff type number. This is all an illusion. And that's what indexed annuities are. They're all an illusion. So that's the uh, the addition to this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you. I'm Don, talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial product or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.